when we meditate on those scriptures brought to our mind by the Holy Spirit, and we do those instructions, we have a promise from God that we will prosper and have good success in all that we do on this earth. I saw these two scriptures in 1975 when I was born again, and I began doing them at that time. I kept them before me constantly in order to do these scriptures. And then from that point on, every scripture that God brought to my attention, I put in my meditation scriptures and kept doing this for a season, each scripture for a season, because at different times of our life, we need different scriptures. And the Holy Spirit, who searches the heart of God, will remind us of those scriptures or bring those scriptures to our attention as we are reading the Bible. You'll be reading a section of Bible, and it's like you hit a scripture that you just get hung up on. You can't seem to read past it. Go back to that scripture. That's a special message from God to you at that exact moment in time to fill a need that you have in your life. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, God says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. So when I'm reading the Bible and something stands out to me, I like to take a screen print of that and put it in my Kindle photo album. And then I can go back and read it along with many other scriptures that God has given to me through the years. It's not just a one-time thing. It is a way of life that day by day, as we are given scriptures, we add them to our collection of scripture. And then on certain days when we don't have anything to do or think of anything to do, go to the meditation scriptures that you've collected and read them and refresh yourself again on the way of God, keeping yourself by the word of God in the way of God. So thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Another scripture on this same subject is Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Our delight is in that word called to our attention by the Holy Spirit, 
and we keep it before us and meditate in it day and night in order to be able to actually do that word. And it says when we do this, we'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That tree drinks of that river of water. He nourishes himself constantly from that river. His leaf isn't going to wither in a time of drought or hardship because he is drinking from that river of water. And it's hard to knock a tree down. As we meditate in those scriptures day and night, we are like that tree planted by the rivers of water. We're not a leaf that's blown to and fro. It's not like a dried up leaf that falls off the tree and is blown in the wind every which way the wind blows. No, we're not like that. We're like that tree that holds on to that ground, that has deep roots. It's hard to knock a tree down. And we drink from that river of living water, the word of God. And we meditate there in day and night of that water. It's very hard to blow that tree down. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. I have quite a large number of meditation scriptures that I have in my photo album. In my, on my Kindle tablet that I have collected through the years scriptures that are brought to me by the Holy Spirit. Here's an example of some of those scriptures. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29. I began keeping this scripture before me day and night and began trying to do it in my own life. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. To edify means to build up in the faith, to minister grace unto the hearers, the grace of God unto the hearers. So let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers. I had been thinking on that scripture for three or four days, trying to apply it to my own life. When I started to speak to another person, I would think, is this going to be edifying to that person? Or is this just some kind of secular garbage? What will this do if I speak this? After about four days, I was at my neighbor's house across the street from where I lived at that time. It was during the time that Mrs. Clinton was running for president against Mr. Trump. And I wanted to say to my neighbors, what do you think about this election? I'm extremely non-political usually. I don't hardly even know who's running for president. I just don't involve myself in the subject of politics usually. But that election had caught my attention. And I wanted to say to them, what do you think about this election? If I say that, will it edify my neighbors? Or will it lose the gates of hell? Well, it's very obvious what it would do. If I speak that, it will stir up the neighbors and bring forth evil. 
provoking evil by my question. Oh, but I wanted to speak it so badly. I sat there for maybe 15 or 20 minutes, and I would every time I would think about this, I would think about, will it edify them? And of course it won't edify them if I say that. So I turned to God as I'm sitting there, just asking God, please don't let me say this. Two or three times I wanted to say it. And two or three times I begged God not to let me say this. Finally, I just got up and left their house, went home, without saying what I wanted to say. This scripture kept me from sinning. It kept me from provoking evil. By meditating in it, my tongue was bound and was not able to do the fleshly thing it wanted to do. Another example of a scripture that I had been keeping before me day and night is in Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 7. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, but made himself of no reputation. One time my cleaning woman came to me and said, Don't you ever feel that you have to keep up with the Joneses? I said, What? And she said it again, and I said, No, no, I don't have to have a new car. I don't have to dress in a way that calls attention to myself and makes people think well of me. At that, car, at that time, my car was about 20 years old. If someone saw me coming to the grocery store in that car, there is no way they would think anything of me. If I walk into the grocery store, I'm not trying to attract people to me by my physical appearance where they'll think, boy, that's really somebody. I worked at making myself at no reputation, certainly for a season, several weeks. I kept this scripture before me. At that time, I was uh, playing bridge. I don't do that anymore, but I was playing bridge, and the women that would come around me, I was very careful in the words that I spoke, not to try to draw attention to myself and make myself seem to be anything special. This scripture greatly influenced what I did. And the following two scriptures have greatly influenced me. Even into this present day, they encourage me to do what God has called me to do. Hebrews 3, 13 and 14. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. I am called by God to exhort the church, but so are you. You exhort the people in your path, your family, your children, the people in your path as the door is opened by the Holy Spirit, present the word of God to those people. This is our calling. We are not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. That word of God concerning homosexual lesbians, concerning divorce remarriage, 
As the Holy Spirit calls that to our attention, we exhort our neighbors and friends. Exhort means to urge earnestly by advice or warning. And another scripture on that same subject is Hebrews 10.25. Exhorting one another, and so much the more, as you see the day approaching, as you see the day of the Lord approaching, the devil is loosed on this earth and it gets wilder and wilder. And people get really insane in their actions that they do. And they're very far away from the word of God. We exhort one another even more at that time to hold on to the word of God in our life because the sin gets so bad. Jesus said in Matthew 24, in the last days, the love of many would grow cold. And I think that means grow cold toward the word of God because the iniquity abounds. But he who endures unto the end, the same shall be saved. I've been very careful to exhort the church daily by blog, by podcast. We have over 400 podcasts that I recorded in the year 2020 when I started doing podcasts. It might be, you might think, well, it'd be better if you just did a few They would pay more attention if you did a few. The devil will say that to me, but I know this scripture. Exhort one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Do it even more as we grow closer to the great tribulation and the day of the coming of Jesus. And as you see the sin increasing on the world, you know we're growing closer to the day of the Lord. So exhorting one another and so much the more As you see the day approaching, the world and the devil would both say it's wiser to just say a few words and let them go and don't let them grow tired of hearing you. But that's not what God tells me. Exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. And in Hebrews 3, exhort one another daily. And that's what I do. Meditating in the Word of God enables us to do the Word of God. Collecting those scriptures that the Holy Spirit brings to your mind is just critical for you. That's a special message from God to you right now so that you can go in the way of God and endure to the end in things of God. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.